There are no such things as minor milestones, Michelle. Today is our episode 400. Did you just say four, four, zero, zero? <laughs> I did. Can you believe it? <laughs> Woo-wee. 400. Wow. 400 episodes. That seems nuts to me. Absolutely nuts. I, I knew we were going to do it. I always had confidence. But sitting here capping off 400 just is it's it's monumental to me. Mind boggling. It is. And I feel like almost 100 percent of our I would be a dick to say all 100 percent. But I think almost 100 percent of our episodes are worthy of listening. Listen. So it's not just we're sending fluff out there. Right. Right. All good lessons. Exactly. And today is no different. Today on Friday, the 4th. Of February, we have a really great gift of the day and some great stories to support it. Let's do it. Bring it on. It takes less than seven questions. Well, if that's not a hook, I don't know what is. <laughs> what are they talking about today? So let me ask you this, Michelle. And I, I know the answer. It's not fair. But do you enjoy engaging? I don't. I noticed. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're super quiet, shy, reserved, not outgoing, not going to take a risk. <laughs> you know, your, your self-confidence is really, really concerning. <laughs> I hope everybody loves to engage. Uh, me too. At my, the opposite to me is being shy, reserved, and disengaged. And I, I totally get why someone would want to connect with their planet mates. But what I don't understand is why you would want to avoid that joy of connection. And I love that one word you chose to use, like you out of your way, avoid. Not even like yes. you don't really care for it or eh, it's I can take it or leave it. Like out of your way to avoid. Yeah, that to me just seems against our DNA and who we are as developed human beings. It just seems strange to me. And I ponder it, perhaps there are a variety of reasons. There, there must be, right? But saying, no, I just don't, is not a thoughtful answer. Right. And I ha here I go. Here I go. <laughs> the horse is officially dead, Michelle, but uh -oh. I'm still going to beat it one more time. It takes giving a shit. Right? It takes giving a shit. It, it, it sounds so like, oh, my God, here they go again. But... That is like the missing link Yes. to society's problems. <laughs> I agree. If we only engaged more and understood each other at an elemental level, I think there would be a lot less. And this is a grandiose statement to make, but I, I feel like I'm, I'm writing new lyrics to the, to the song Imagine, right? <laughs> but I, I think that that is true. I think that if we knew each other on a fundamental level and we gave each other the attention and enough to connect with one another that there would be a lot more peace on the planet. Sure. And, and, and when I look at the folks who are the ones in the corner, they're disengaged. What I see on their face is fear. I see fear of judgment. I, I see insecurity. I see a lack of self-confidence. It's fear. So if you can get through that. Yeah. And, and, and what so many people don't understand is there's been studies done that we actually have more in common with each other than we do differences. That's what's so remarkable to me. And if you start there, then who knows what can happen? I, I 
am a hundred percent of a believer. That's my my personal experience. Is it takes less than seven questions to reach a deep bond, and but first you've got to engage enough to to get those seven questions out. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, there I've been with people that were very much like I said, disengaged in the corner, fearful. And then I've been with other folks that are just unable to stoke that fire of a conversation. They don't have much to to bring to the table to contribute to keep it lively. So I will say that the panacea seems to be, <laughs> in both cases, a little bit of social lubricant called alcohol. <laughs> These people become chatterboxes. But my point is that it's once you experience it, you would think that you would go for it every single time because that experience was fulfilling. Maybe next time you don't need the alcohol. Maybe you see that you can take the training wheels off, so to speak, and go the distance and keep engaged with other people to discover who they are. It's very true. And I think you don't have to be the the jackass in the middle of the dance floor doing cartwheels. You just have to be engaged. It doesn't mean you have to hold and carry the conversation, but you certainly have to show interest. I, I couldn't agree more. And I, I will add this as well. As I'm making my rounds at a party or if I'm engaged or I'm sitting down at Pebble and around the, 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 the fires there, the people that I'm with seem to remark more often than not, and you've seen it live, Michelle, wow, people just seem to be completely attracted to you. And I'm like, that's nonsense. It's no different than saying how odd it is as an observation to see that the cars are often stopping at the red light and then going at the green light. I'm constantly on green. And this is where I have a couple of stories to share. I'll I'll share two. One's very brief, and then I'll share the main story. Uh, You and I were talking offline about my experience in connectivity, seven questions. There I was in a boat, three different groups, glass bottom, Tahiti, thousands and thousands of miles away. And I said, hey, where are you in from? And the one couple says, well, we're from the San Francisco Bay Area. So that's a big funnel, right? We're all familiar with San Francisco Bay Area. So I said, oh, okay, well, where in the Bay Area? They said the East Bay. I said, yeah, go on. And I love, I love that you're not saying, oh, yeah, so am I, and then going on. You're still digging. It's, you're still, like, showing genuine curiosity. That's a great observation, and that is my technique. I'm not going to just jump in at this point and go, oh, so am I, and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to say, okay, and just let them – I'm going to lead them down that path. Less than seven questions later, they said, oh, we're from San Ramon. And I said, oh, where in San Ramon? And they're like, you're kidding and I said, no, I'm, I live in Twin Creeks. And they're like, we live in Twin Creeks. And literally, we're just a few blocks away from one another. Meanwhile, the couple that's in the back that's overhearing this conversation said, Hala from Livermore, which is only, <laughs> only 20 minutes away from San Ramon. I'm like, what are the chances that three couples in a boat in Tahiti, thousands, thousands and thousands of miles of away miles. from each other, live within a 15, 20-minute drive from one another and this one couple I could have literally walked to their house within a few minutes it's just insane that's a great example and so if I was one of those folks that I described earlier I would have been in that boat doing my thing and never have known that I had a strong strong bond and connection to the people that were in that same boat at that moment it's so true which brings me to the story of Mila as we were doing our very brief courting phase, we got to know more about each other. And 
I have to say, I learned more about her in the three days that we spent on the phone until the wee hours of the night than I did know about my previous girlfriend, my most recent girlfriend prior to her. Yeah, I don't think that's uncommon. I feel like you have to experience the bad to get to the good. And that's what makes life so interesting and so valuable. I I feel like it's great that you can say that about someone, but also say the latter part too, that it was still a learning lesson. It was all, it wasn't all for naught, right? Agreed. And let me tell you, you have to be thirsty to appreciate the water, right? Mm -hmm. So it was refreshing to me. And the, the magic of the seven questions prevails. It came to life. And this is, this is going to blow your effing mind. We obviously have a lot of things in common. But I, I contend, and prove me wrong on this, I contend that there's always a no way level of quote-unquote coincidence. Okay. And I'm telling you, I've never been disappointed in this. There's always some strong-ass bond that's not apparent that you have to dig a few questions in to find out where that bond is. So staying true to this magic, question number seven comes in. We discovered that both of our parents, once upon a time, at the same time, had both worked for the same dot-com and more than very likely knew each other. No way. So you have to think how many places you've all been together at the same time. It gets better. This is where we dig down and we're like, mind blow moment. We had each attended religiously, annually, the very large company picnic. And so at some point, multiple times, we were literally at the same place at the same time. In the same line. (laughs) It's very, very likely that we appear in the same frame of more than one photo out there in existence. Uh, wouldn't you just love to know? You need to, you need to look into those, dig deep into those pictures, see if anything's out there. I, I really want to ask. I don't know how many of my friends I still would get contact with from NET, which was the company that I later worked for, by the way. So I was a attendee at the company picnic as a guest, and then also as an employee. So this this just it keeps unraveling, right? And it's like. I look at these things as a big ball of knots, right? I, I, you know what I picture is Clark W. Griswold's Christmas tree lights. <laughs> He's trying to yes. unravel. This is really what it is. We, we were handed one of these big balls of lights, and then we have to unravel them, and it's the process that's the most fun for me. Seven questions later, we've unraveled one of the knots, and we've straightened this out. So most would probably consider this a random coincidence. Very good. And I know I know for you, you see it as a, right now, in this journey in your life, as an expectation. So how is it that you have so many of these stories? You know what? It's that I live in a constant state of random coincidences? I think not. It's because, <laughs> no. it's because I'm incredible at unearthing these bonds. And the answer seems pretty damn obvious. And the methods are so simple. The question that I have for everyone here is, are you the social butterfly connecting with all your brothers and sisters, excited to unearth these common bonds that actually strengthen your bond even further? Or are you the clam who keeps those treasures under lock and key, 
shutting out the opportunity for intense bonding. And I've got to tell you, folks, if you're the clam, Michelle and I are here. Red Kite Movement is here to help you fix that. Please let us help you fix that. Michelle, there is the homework bell. Yeah, this all this journey all starts with perspective and curiosity. And you don't have to be, like I said, the loudest person in the room, but it is important to always stay present, keep attentive of your surroundings, and most of all, engaged in the conversation, engaged in the people. And naturally, I promise you will always bring something to the party. So that's it. Bottom line, don't stress over what you're going to say, what you're going to wear, what if I don't know how to keep the conversation going. You do those two things, keeping the perspective like you're going to have fun, it's going to be a great time, and always be curious about the people around you. What's the key ingredient, Michelle? You got to give a shit. Yep. (laughs) And these are two spices. There you go. (laughs) And while you're giving a shit, you should be... Getting out there and flying your kite. (laughs) Yaw-koki. Getting good today.